0: in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency and the elections. You are listening to the John DePetro show. Well folks, good afternoon. Boy, that was a uh, delightful forecast that you just heard. Right now it's 12:07. And you're listening to the John DePetro Show, folks. It's AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. I want to welcome everybody that is uh, tuning in, part of our live simulcast, folks, where we have you. You can uh, listen to the program, both AM 1380, 99.9 FM. And then, of course, we are live with our live stream on both Facebook and also i think we're on twitter i think we're on twitter today but we're definitely also on uh, youtube as well good afternoon to everybody tuning in on the youtube channel and then of course um the big one we have good crowds and people that uh enjoy listening to the program i should say um and enjoy listening to it and watching it actually is, is more what i meant to say um on uh On our Facebook page, which just continues to grow tremendously. And, um, folks, this portion of the program, now listen, the weather, as you just heard, it's going to be very enjoyable over the next few days. Uh, Good sleeping weather at night, and then we lead into the holiday weekend. And, (coughs) excuse me, this portion of the program is brought to you by P.R. Landscape Materials and Garden Center stop it and see them folks everything available they do such a great job they're open seven days a week they are fully committed it's pr landscape materials and garden center 3688 quaker lane in north kingstown where they have annuals perennials trees and shrubs. listen they're a full scale nursery and they work so hard debbie and steve and junior and byron folks i encourage you to stop by and visit them, located, as I said, right off of Route 4, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Just pipe that in, put that into your GPS, or pipe it in. Hanging pots 10 inch, 12 inch moss baskets, hanging in patients, pansies, marigold bags, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, tropical mandevillas, hibiscus plants, screen loom, mulch are available, pickup and delivery, and again, crushed stone, everything you need. Plus, they have gift certificates and they run a very efficient. Facebook page, which they update, and I proudly share, folks. Again, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, right now it's twelve. Uh, it's ten minutes past twelve on this Wednesday, and we're going to uh, we are going to talk with uh, my friend Pat Cordalesa, who is. It looks like he's going to be the one that's going to step up, and uh, he's going to be running as Secretary of State in Rhode Island. So we're going to talk to Pat. And, folks, I plan on being engaged in that race. I'd like you to be engaged in that race. Uh, and, and let's just be very clear about this. You know, Pat um, is basically going to be on his own. And we're going to do everything we can to get the message out about the census and about voting. He stepped up to the plate uh, in 2018 and ran against, you know, it's not easy, running against the Nelly Gorbea. So but we're going to step up and and we're going to try to help Pat. But I I obviously, folks, the story and I talked about it last hour and I'm going to I obviously want to talk about it now. And it has to do with the situation with the the school shooting. Now, you know, listen, uh, I am going to talk about it and, and already you've seen the knee jerk reaction. Governor, Mc, Governor McKee's now making demands of Washington. Governor McKee, who last night couldn't even get. The endorsement of the cities and towns that went to Nellie Gorbea. You know why? Because the Democrats can smell well, they can smell and see blood in the water. But Governor McKee, you know, his actions now he is grasping at straws, trying to do anything to try to hold on to the the um, the governorship and try to get votes and try to save all his numbers keep going down. And so we have to be cautious because when something like this happens, you the last thing you want. Is where people then just have a knee jerk reaction and they start just trying to. We have to do something. So now, you know, <coughs> excuse me, folks, I apologize. You know, this lone teen gunman who, keep in mind, you deal with someone who shot his grandmother for crying out loud. But here's the thing I, where I may differ, and there's going to be a lot of talk and debate about this. Um, You know, you know, right now it's just dominating everything. Just after the Texas school shooting, the California Senate passed a bill allowed private citizens to file suits against makers or sellable of untraceable ghost guns or illegal assault weapons. I don't know enough about that. I don't know if that will uh, set a precedent for it. But just the more we learn, and and again, I, I recognize like last night, um, obviously, I was working on the local story of the missing woman, and there are updates on that. We're breaking the story with Charlotte Lester. Uh, you can see the updates on the uh, – I posted it on the website as well. Obviously, we've been doing it on Facebook, but um, you know there, there is news on that. But you also have to step back. How about the fact – you know, and this was locally, Black Lives Matter, police-free schools now. And 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 this was, you know, Tierra Mac and some of these other progressives kicking out the school resource officers where I may um, be a little different than some of the others. I understand, for instance, last night on Fox within, you know, I think a lot of them I didn't see it because I was working on on local stories, but we're there you know basically saying that what we have to do is we have to put more police in the schools and that type of thing i i'm just gonna break off of that i mean number one first of all rhode island's a very safe state especially when it comes to gun violence And, and and when it comes to just registering a gun it's very different than other places um but i'm seeing and i also disagree for instance that and i i get he's a local rep but that um There's a local rep in in Texas who was saying, you know, today now is not the time to be talking about this. Well, you know, on something like this, I mean, I think we can all agree. No one wants to see this repeated and it it has been repeated. And you you look at I, I, I don't I'm not saying it's an easy solution, but it's also not the most complicated solution. But when you have an 18 year old gunman. Who just killed or slaughtered 19 children, fourth and I think third and fourth graders, fourth graders, barricaded himself in the in the single classroom. Um, Tony Gonzales told CBS this morning, uh, the focus shouldn't be on gun control policy right now focused on the families of the 19 children. Well, listen, there's never a good time to talk about this, but I just want to my my view on this is that. Uh, and I and I support the Second Amendment crowd, I do, the 2A people in um, the but you have to step back. this deranged individual and we can say he's evil and he there's something wrong with all of that true, but he legally got those weapons. So I think um, and the fact that he shot his grandmother, they were supposedly arguing because he wasn't going to graduate from high school, he wouldn't go to school. Obviously a loner. Um, You know, we don't know where were the parents, but I think that, you know, you just have to be realistic. Look at, he's 18 years old. On his 18th birthday, he goes and he buys these types of weapons. Uh, Then you have the Buffalo shooter, 18 years old. The Parkland shooter was 19 years old. And Newtown, Connecticut, Adam Lancia was 20 years old. Now, I believe it should be, you have to be 21 years old. I say that the drinking age is 21. <clears throat> you know, what can it, I recognize an 18-year-old is an adult. Hear me out. And someone could, I, I know the argument. And that is, hey, listen, you know, they can enlist in the military when they're 18. And we ask people, men and women, to, uh, to go and and fight and maybe lose their life for the country Let, let's look at a couple different dynamics um the, first of all it's it's not a male female thing they're, they're they're male shooters they're young male shooters they're loners 18 years old loner adam lands he was even right on the spectrum <clears throat> um this guy this kid loner loser whatever you want but here's my point when And those in law enforcement will know when, you, when you're under the age of 18, you have a lot of protections because you're a juvenile. And as a result of that, because you're a juvenile, um, you know, a lot of things are kept quiet. The laws are not as strict as they are for an adult. And so we don't know how you're going to behave as an adult. When you're 18 years old. Now, we allow 16 and a half to drive. Uh, but think about it. I mean, we they raised the drinking age to 18 years to 21 years old. It used to be 18. And I understand at the time beer companies were livid. Bars were livid because some of their best customers. And I get the whole thing also. I understand, you know, when you're watching an NFL game, there's so much that is actually marketed towards 18 years old, 19 years old. But just, you know, step back for a moment. And you have to, I think, be objective that there is a world of difference. Think of a high school senior compared to a college senior. And I recognize not everybody goes to college. But just when you look at that, there's an incredible difference. Now, this kid, boom, 18, he goes and he buys the weapons. Well, <clears throat> if the if the age was 20, see, I don't believe this whole thing. You got to have more cops at the school. We got that that school was locked down. There were two or three police shooting, he was exchanging gunfire with them. And and he's wounding them. Parkland was different. You were the guy that ran. <clears throat> so, I I get that whole argument, but my point is, if they can't get it until they're 21, let's just talk about him and Buffalo, right? We, We would have a period of time to judge them as adults. To me, you have to prove yourself worthy as an adult, right? Like 18, 19, 20. If, if over those three years, you are productive, you don't have mental health issues, you don't kill yourself, you don't OD, you don't do whatever. <clears throat> then when you're 21, then perhaps, and maybe through some kind of test or training, and back, I, I don't have a problem with a background check. I don't, Rhode Island, you have to wait. They do do the background checks. You have to fill out, you know, the, the form to take the test. I talk about that with John Francis. Um, I I just I don't have a problem with that. So, but it, it just think about this like it just doesn't make sense. And there's going to be a lot of back and forth. I think it's an age limit. I do, and I fully recognize people can say you know Second Amendment right. You're right, but you you also just have to step back. I think and be objective. You, let's you're not that. Let's talk about this individual. You know, sometimes when we talk about some of these debates, no one wants to talk about the story that we're talking about. And and also, the, let me check, because I'm not sure why we don't have Pat Cordalesa right now, who um, was supposed to be joining us. So I'm not ex- exactly sure. Uh, uh, I sent him. He she should be there. We're going to check. And I don't want to. Delay things too much, but I, I, I'm just going to go with the drunk driving thing. You have got to be 21. Think about this. Just step back for a moment, and I mean this to the 2A community and everyone else is going to talk about. You got to have more, you know. And I know the whole thing. The only thing stopping a bad guy is a, a a bad guy is a good guy with a gun and everything. But you you had people with guns, and then look how many people that were then killed. You know, you, you can't pivot into somebody else would get it to him. This guy doesn't seem like he had anyone. The Buffalo shooter, he didn't go there with a pack of friends to the supermarket. Parkland, he was 19. Uh, You know, the Lansing kid is a little bit different because the mother was going along with that. But even then, he was 20. But my point, he shouldn't have been able to have that weapon. There's a difference. They're they're not, I don't know what, I I, I sent it. Hi there, Elizabeth, everybody. Let me, um, folks, let me just pause. Uh, I'm I'm just kind of trying to pause i'm not sure exactly where our friend pat is um because i i invited pat Cordalesa to join us and sent him the link and um and then all he has to do is and if he's listening is just follow the instructions i did it with john lugo so um let me i i will hold on i if, if pat is listening i want to um I want to try it again. And again, folks, I recognize where I'm bringing the program to a halt a little bit. Let me uh, try this uh, one more time because I do want to um, hold on. I'm not going to do that. I fully recognize I'm I'm live on the radio. And uh, let me just try. And I hope that Pat is. um and let me just hit that. And then I, I think we're going to have Pat Cordalesa momentarily. Okay. All right. It could have been on my end. Pat, if you're listening, it could have been on my end. I apologize. And I think now we're going to give him a moment and then he he should be joining us. Um, and those watching, you'll be able to see him and hear him as well. So I hope that that it could have been a problem on uh, Juan's end. Excuse me, as we're trying to juggle a lot here, folks, but I like to utilize the new technology that we have. And um, and but again, it could have been on on my on my end. There we go. It should be. uh, I think we're going to have Pat in momentarily here. So let me uh, go back to that. And then now we have sent it. So, Pat, if you just follow the instructions, you should be able to join us momentarily. So we'll wait for him to um, to get on with us, uh, folks. But but I mean it because all this, to, you know, I'm not going to first of all, Governor McKee. This this is complete pandering. I mean, it is. Rhode Island doesn't have a problem. You know, this, this is why this is when, by the way, people then get turned off. You know, Providence schools have uh, police in front of the Providence schools. And, and that makes like what are we talking about that? Because something happened in Texas. Texas has very lax gun laws. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure walk in and out with the weapon, uh, the firearm that you purchased. Rhode Island doesn't operate that way. But, see, this is where, you know, right now, um, w- one moment, for, for, I, I, I sent Pat the a test email and forget that one. It's in the, the link was sent to you, Pat. So I'm 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 hoping that that he's um catching this. But 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 Governor McKee, see this now oh there he is. Good. Um this leads it and and we're gonna join good there's Pat uh, he's gonna join us folks momentarily. But that this where this uh alters is and I break off. Hold on one moment Pat. You're you're there. We're gonna go to you in just a moment. But where where I break off is then Governor McKee you know, first Helena Folk said, "I'm demanding action," right? And I think that's also some insight to how she would <clears throat> how she would govern. As a matter of fact, where oh, she's demanding. Like I don't care what the facts are. We're gonna, you know, blah blah blah. Thank God, by the way, multi-billion-dollar sale of National Greed. The operation is official. Get rid of them. Is there anyone that let it let us down as much as that place? But But Governor McKee now, like here we go, Uh, Rhode Island law passed legislation, ban assault weapons, high capacity magazines. You don't have school shootings in Rhode Island. You don't have that. This is a Texas thing. So but now he wants to be out in front on it. So let's do something. And then, you know, Governor McKee, we need to do it today. Here we go. Channel 12. I talked with the Parkland school shooting survivor uh blah 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 you know now they jump in helena folks we need to ban all guns (laughs) i'm just glad they're not getting ahead of themselves now we're going to come back to that in just a moment but folks joining us right now and i um want to welcome him because uh he is uh, joining us uh right now he is in fact there he is Uh, he is now the um the uh and pat you're you're uh i can see you and uh but i don't think we're seeing you um for some reason i'm not there he is there's our friend folks joining us on the line right now and then let me just make sure his uh, volume is good hold on one second pat and we're gonna do that oh good and joining us on the line right now and actually you can see him on uh, facebook and pat if you turn the phone a little bit uh the other way so we don't have so much see that light in the background you want to Is there any way you could just have a... There we go. Just like that. Folks, there he is. He is... uh, Is it official now? You are running for Secretary of State? Uh, Yes, John. I'm the Republican
1: candidate running for Secretary of State for 2022. And um, I'm very energized and uh, I'm ready to go.
0: Good. Now, Pat, um, first of all, uh, you know, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but what, what is your reaction to uh already you you know you you're a legal gun owner you've been a legal gun owner um there's a responsibility that goes along with it anything you know i i obviously called john because you're running for secretary of state and and i don't know anyone that's comfortable with what happens with the census but any thought on this shooting in texas and how it it just seems they're already letting politics jump in the way of this thing well i
1: think you had a good point john i think um children or teenagers should not be allowed to buy weapons until they're 21 and there should be honestly a nationwide period to fill out the paperwork um, that way you know we can protect our children in the schools we also should have uh, police uh, in our, every school if we can give Ukraine millions of dollars I think we can allocate some of that money toward our schools and protect the children and it's just the way you know, society is right now. Could it be that the kids have learned at a very young age that uh, video games of violence has become desensitized to their personalities? Who knows? But things have to change and we got to protect our children.
0: Uh, folks, with us is Pat Cordeles, who's making it official now. He is the Republican candidate. For secretary of state for this election coming up in November, and um, and I just want to echo what Pat just said. I just listen. The schools, the schools can be difficult to get into. This kid crashed through a barrier. He somehow got into the school. But schools, if anyone, and I recognize maybe some people haven't gone in a while, but they have intercoms. Uh, the 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 element of security in schools has come a long way. A lot of schools do have school resource officers. But I still just come back to, you know, when we step back. Um, And Pat, who was involved with nightclubs, Pat, I'm sure you watched the evolution of it used to be 18 years old to drink and get into a nightclub. Uh, And when you had that, you could get 15, 16-year-old kids with fake IDs. I, I, I think you were there when then it went to 21. And then the kids that were getting in, maybe with a fake ID, they're 18 or 19. I know that at the time when they wanted to raise the drinking age, Um, There was a lot of pushback on that because, listen, let's face it, uh, we're both men and we're both fathers. A lot of you go into the people that really consume the most beers or drink beer the most to me. Uh, They're 18, 17, 18, 19 years old, 20. But then when you start to 21, 22, that phase has kind of taken off. But, Pat, I'm sure you saw that, you know, when – in the nightclubs the drinking age went to 21 I'm not going to say you don't have any trouble but I'm willing to bet there was a lot more trouble when 18 was the drinking age
1: I think you're right John there was a lot of immaturity at the time you had to babysit these kids you know and they came in to dance and have a few few beers at 18 like you who, you know it are into uh, the 21 year old uh, limitation which was a lot better but uh you know, it's the youth of society. It just seems to be more violent, prone. and these cap- copycat, multi—you know—shootings uh, is, is it's out of hand. It's not fair that people can't enjoy their lives, John.
0: Honestly, I didn't. And, and and let's let's talk about the. The real reason, though, and I appreciate folks, it's Pat Cordelessa. And um, a couple things I want to give you a chance to give out information. Uh, I want to tell you, I believe this is a campaign that we can get behind. This is a campaign I want to be active in. Uh, you know, you and I have had so many discussions, Pat. We have been talking about this actually for a long time, certainly the last four years. Our elections don't mean anything if they're not true. Legitimate elections. Now, I know you just did, I think you did your first interview with State of the State. Tell us a little bit about it. And I want to give you a chance to talk to people listening and watching. Uh, how, what's going to be the focus of your campaign?
1: Well, John, as you know, we, we have been talking over the last four years. And it's come to fruition that portable, uh, the Secretary of State's office, with these watered down uh, registration uh, opportunities to get on the voting rolls, has really caused a major issue. You know, someone using a credit card or a gym card to get in uh, on the voting rules is a a major problem. So several of those issues can be resolved. If I become Secretary of State, we'll probably um, remove those issues and just use a photo ID law, a photo ID and maybe a few other, you know, military ID with a photo. Structured now, as you know, uh, people can technically get on the voting rolls without any ID. And that's, it has to be enforced from the top down. As Secretary of State, I'll, I'll enforce that with a memorandum for all the court clerks and uh, workers to enforce these laws to the letter of the law, which is not happening right now. With that, there's similar issues, so many issues. The voter ID, uh, the voter uh, Rhode Island Vote Act, without the protections of, uh, ballot is, is a mistake. There's, there's uh, several other issues that we could talk about. The signatures on mail ballots, uh, technically, is uh, a major issue uh, that's not being read by the voter uh, machines. Uh, there.
0: Right. Maybe- I, I, I'll be honest. I, and again, folks, with us is Pat a lesson. It's the first of many appearances, but I really just want to give you a chance to let people know. You know, like what your signature issue is going to be, I would like to think it's you're the. If, if someone said, why are you running? What's the PAC Cordelessa campaign about? It's about restoring confidence uh, in, in our election systems. I, be- I, want to remember, and I want the round
1: electorate to understand that I want to bring confidence and honesty and integrity back to the Board of Elections and, of course, to the Secretary of State's office. I want people to have confidence. It's going to be it's going to be tough because of the last several years of the bipartisanship, uh, uh, you know, rough edged in politics right now. But that's what I want to be. I want people to realize that, hey, we've got Pat down there. He's overseeing the whole operation. We have faith in the elections. Everybody can have a fair, equitable opportunity to win and get on the ballots. But I'll tell you one thing I'll never do. I will never shut down polling locations for a special interest politician. Like happened in 2016, when the current secretary of state shut down 33% of the primary, uh, uh, Democratic primary in the, regarding the presidential
0: election. Right. But, but as I was saying, I, I think, you know, we re- we really want to keep it, we really want to keep it just zeroed in and not, uh, you know, we don't want people to start getting into the weeds, so to speak. I think this, and again, folks, with us is Pat Cortalesa. Um, Pat, it's very simple. Uh, I don't have faith in our elections. What just happened with the census gives me no faith in our elections. I'm asking you to run to restore it. Now, I have other requests. I'm sure you're going to have your own platform. But I think the farther that we get away from election day, 2020, 65% of the people voted by, quote, male or early voting. That means only 35% that were actually going to the polls. I think this time it's going to be less. I would like to, now again, you're going to have your platform. I would like to see a return to more focus around election day and not all these early voting, emergency ballots, blah, blah, blah. Let's keep it focused there. It, it it shouldn't be that tough. Um, they make it harder than it has to be. If if we were just in line with Massachusetts and Connecticut, I think we'd even be better off. But as someone that wants to support you, I I have a problem with this starting twenty days out. That law
1: is going to be signed. Hopefully,
0: unfortunately. All right, we're having a little bit of difficulty, Pat. Okay, we're having a little bit of a you're know, uh, freezing up a little bit. I'll tell you what, we okay. Okay, we're having some problems. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, bring him back uh, on. Uh, he'll be on the program, I'm sure, another time. And it is uh, Pat. Thank you, Pat, F- folks. Pat Cortalesa joining us right here on the John DePietro Show. we we'll are work on that. Uh, listen, it was a kind of a last-minute thing. I want to defend him that, that I asked him to join us like that. Um, and then, you know, we have to work out the glitch. The other day, we had John Lugo on. Those of you that heard it, I mean, he sounded great. And there were no problems with it. And it was it was very smooth. Um, and then, you know, we just had a, a little bit. But I'll, I'll, that's on me. That's on me. But I want to be very clear. Um, I, I want to commend Pat Cordelest. So who is stepping up? And, folks, we're going to have him on more. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, let him know, let people know about the kickoff. Um, this portion of the John DePietro show, folks, it's brought to you by. Now, listen, this weekend is Memorial Day weekend. You want to make sure you pop by and see my friends. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Memorial Day savings are going on right now. Memorial Day, by the way, this is a great time to buy appliances, grills, air conditioners. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV have started their sale early. Get out there while the inventory is good. They have a great selection. On Weber grills, display, also air conditioners, windows or built-in walls for senior apartments or condos. And don't forget, great selection of washers, dryers, dishwashers, refrigerators. And May is Maytag month. Stop down. You certainly can mention the John DePetro Show. And you're going to get great service because you deal directly with the owners. It's Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, 47 Cedar Swamp Road. That's Route 5 in Smithfield. Pull right up to the front door. They're open Monday through Friday, 10 to 5. And on weekends, it's Saturday and Sunday by appointment. They'll match or beat any package deal. But the service is tremendous. Stop in and see them. Folks, right now it's 1238. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program is brought to you by the Coesed Inn. Hey, always great lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. It's such a great place. Plus, you know, they're so supportive. I went to the Sunday uh, breakfast they had to support the Brandy Project. Uh, Jim is, they're big animal lovers there. So stop and they also have delicious Polish food. Great menu. The Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. So, again, um, with Pat Cordalesa folks, and I, I, um, we're going to, you know, ear out whether it's uh, Lieutenant Republican candidate John Lugo or Pat Cordalesa. This is, you know, I, I want to encourage these candidates that are stepping up to work off each other, right, and, and try to provide an alternative. Um, I am going to talk about the school shooting, but I, I'm just telling you right now, um, <clears throat> and, and I want to be very clear right now at 1239, I have no faith in, in our elections, and it is, and I want to be very, it has nothing to do with President Trump. It has nothing to do with President Trump. It has nothing to do with 2020. My, what you, what you have to understand, and some people, I can't stand what people say that's been going on for years. That's not true. It's evolved. I get very uncomfortable when I hear people talk about voter ID at the polls. Um. I, I don't know how else to explain it. 65% of the people that voted in 2020 in Rhode Island voted mail ballot or early voting. 35% were day of. I voted the day of. There was no line. <clears throat> they, they're not doing it that way. If you're a police officer, you have to figure out how are they committing the crime? How are they committing the crime? Last time around, 2020, it was... Sixty five thirty-five. I'm telling you this time, it could be as high as seventy-five percent ahead of time. And then twenty-five percent, you know, the day of the polls. But here's the thing. Now someone said we well, that's good. We won't have to wait in line at the polls. What what is the point of voting on election day if it's it's not a matter of voter ID? You don't understand. They're getting on the voter list without having to show any form of ID. Once you're on the voting list, boom, they're in. And it's, it's I, I, I went down there. As I've talked about, it is, it is complicated by design. You, you need, see, the census, those are high-tech computer programs that detected. <clears throat> I want you to understand what happened with the census. First of all, I believe it was more than 55,000. And it was more than 55,000. But there, the Rhode Island scheme to try to pull one over on the, the, the census, <clears throat> they thought they had a foolproof plan. But the computer programs that the government uses were able to detect the fraud. Notice there's no investigation. Over how they've got to figure out how they did that. Now I know some people are saying, "Oh no, this is a national level." I I, I don't. You, you're not paying attention to what went on locally, and I don't want to go off on a tangent on this. But they had a budget of 1.6 million. They thought their plan was foolproof, and then they got nabbed on it. I think it was more than that. I think uh, if you Con- Commerce Secretary Raimondo may have kicked it to five percent. If it's, if it's right around 5%, it doesn't trigger, as John Lugo said, a full investigation. So, but I think it's, what if we can't trust them to run a simple thing like the census, why on earth, and this is the highest forms of, of our local government. You know, Raimondo appointed, and this is Nelly Gorbea's office, and this is, They had James Deosa, the Central Hall's mayor. This was Dr. Scott. Why on earth should we trust them with an election? They obviously don't check it enough. We can already see that the media is really not going to grill them. I was very disappointed that Channel 10 does a story on it. And they again have on John Marion of Common Fraud. I think if you are a member of law enforcement out there, that, that you would understand part of stopping crime is figuring out how they're committing the crime. Otherwise, if if you're not focused on the proper way, and folks, I, I'm just going to be as, as plain and simple as it can be. Those of you who've been following the 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 disappearance, the missing woman case in in Warwick with Charlotte Lester. When I go there, I purposely show, and I want to commend the Warwick Police Department. I do a fantastic job investigating that case, and I. I think they're they I think they're making progress but no they have an officer in the back and one in the front why did they, that that house is surrounded as a crime scene with yellow tape those two officers not one two are there 24/7 round the clock i watched them switch off at no time is there ever not two officers there so and why do they do that because if you have one person in the front Someone could maybe sneak in the back. If you have just one person in the back, maybe they sneak in through the front. But when you have two people and it's a perimeter set up as a crime scene, no one is getting in. You know, I am willing to bet that at some point in the past, when they used to station someone at a crime scene, they'd find out that someone came in through the back door. Or they had someone in the back that they came in through the front door. So then how do you get around that? You have two people. So this business of... Well, we got to make sure there's photo ID at the polls, folks. They're not doing it that way. <laughs> Go follow the money, follow the highest percentage. If seventy percent of the votes are before the polls open on election day, boom. Then that's how you, that's how they're doing it, right? If you have ever worked in a business where someone is embezzling something. You know, that that's what they they try to figure out how they're doing it. Um, And I could give a lot of different examples, especially with crime. They recently in the news, there there were a lot of theft of catalytic converters. They try to figure out, are they organized? How are they doing it? Um, You watch any type of crime film. You know, the town is a good example. You have a, a series of bank robberies. How are they doing this? Right. How are they pulling this off? A crime was committed. Well what we'll do is we'll put a cop out, you know, outside. That that that's that's not how they're doing it. You see the movie Heat, they were able to knock off that bank and there were several security inside. All right, then we're gonna put all the money in a vault. Well, they figured out a way to get into the vault. We're gonna put up security barriers. They're still figuring out a way. If you watch the movie Heat, and I recognize this isn't the best example. But they figured out, there's that famous scene of the guy in front that says, how does somebody learn how to cut the switch there? And what does the guy say? He's actually Boston comedian, Tony V. Get a job at Vericom. Boom. They realize, subpoena the records, all your employees at Vericom. Find out anyone that works at Vericom who lives in Charlestown, the town. And then that scene, Desmond Eldo. He's got some interesting sick days. Isn't that interesting? He calls out sick from VERICOM the same day that these bank robberies are happening. Cambridge merchant. Boom. They figured out. So my point is to get back to the shooting, but folks, you gotta figure out how they're committing the crime. And and much like the school shooting, you know, you have the FBI. Uh, profilers how are they doing that how are they getting into the school how are they getting the weapons how are they getting into the school it's like that when it comes to voting you got to think how are they pulling this off and and i i just have no i fully admit at 1247 i have no patience that people to say uh dead people no they're not dead they're alive we need voter ID at the poll. They have that. They got around it. They figure out a way to get around it. Mail ballots. Ballot harvesting. Boom, boom, boom. Clean that up. Can clean up a lot. Folks, this portion of the John DiPietro show at 1247 on this Wednesday. And I do want to, I'll, I'll give you the latest on the shooting. It's it's depressing. Um, I I just... We, they, they and, and, and before I just do the I just want to be clear again I guess there's a lot of people who haven't been to school lately. It's not easy to get into school. you know they're bulletproof glass. you have to buzz to get in there's cameras um, this kid he crashed his vehicle <clears throat> the 18 year old to enter. School security has changed since Sandy Hook um, I think with Sandy Hook they they buzzed him in. Like they recognized him after he had Adam Lanza had killed the mother, but my point i I just don't believe what what we need to do is you know the, the, we need to have three police and they they're still going to find a way i I think what what is the and maybe maybe there does need to be more of that by the way, maybe there' be another level of this, but they they were engaging him with gun battle with shooting at him <clears throat> Um, the, the security guard in Buffalo was shot and killed. He was shooting at the shooter in Buffalo, but I just come back to, let's just look at this example in Texas. How could that not have happened? If it, he, he was 18, what we've learned, boom, he immediately went and got those weapons. Now he did kill his grandmother and then he drove to the school cause he, he wasn't, I think the grandmother was giving him a hard time. What I'm learning is because he wasn't going to graduate. So they got in an argument. He killed the grandmother, then drove to the school. And then, you know, the problem is once they kill one person, I got him, Lancia killed his mother. I, I'm not saying they're not off. They're very off. They're willing to, you know, look at that. They're willing to die in this rampage. But this particular situation- It's very true. He may have taken a knife and stabbed his grandmother. Absolutely. That could have happened. He could have taken a handgun and shot and killed his grandmother, even though I think she's still alive. Very true. But what he wouldn't have done is have access to those types of weapons. So I am not in favor of the government taking the weapons away from anyone, much like. I wasn't in favor of, oh, so you're saying no one should be able to drive, drink until they're 21. No, I didn't say that. But there's the, you can't ignore that there was a lot of drunk driving and drunk driving deaths and accidents and people paralyzed and maimed of teen drinkers. You don't have that as much anymore. You just don't. Look at this. We're almost on Memorial Day. How many young teen deaths have there been from homecoming proms? Nothing. If anything now designated driver the high profile drinking and driving incidents we have were by men the one that killed poor matt dennison he was 30 years old 32 the newport firefighter the new new year's day olivia Passeretti, he was i think 30 or 29 so i'm not saying you're going to eliminate it but this kid in texas so he let's just say let's do the knife he stabbed and killed his grandmother he attacked her because she was yelling at him because he wasn't going to graduate and then what? He drives to the school, crashes in, and now he's got a knife? He's not killing 19 kids with a knife. They're able to get away. Maybe the teacher subdues him. And what I also know is the school police officer comes in, and boom, he would have taken him out. Let's just say he had a handgun. <clears throat> Still not ta- he's not killing 19 people. You can't do that type of carnage and damage with a knife or handgun. Not saying you take away from everybody, but like, look at whenever there's a crime, if they're under the age of 18, both the schools and law enforcement, they won't give me the information because they're a juvenile. There's a lot of protections for juveniles. So we don't fully know if there is a juvenile who does something very like the, the high school kid. They put him in the mental hospital. He said, yeah, my dream when I graduate is to uh, do a a school shooting and then I'm going to kill myself. Well, you know, there's a lot of provisions for that. There's a lot of um, <clears throat> children. They do something with 16 and they're 17, but because they're juvenile, the, the slate is wiped clean when they, they turn 18. It is my belief. Okay, congratulations. You're 18. Let's see how you behave. Congratulations, you're 19. Now let's see how you behave. Happy birthday. You're 20. Let's just see. Because I, this demented individual probably would have done something. Stay with me. When he was 18 or 19, that would have prevented him from getting a weapon when he was 21. <clears throat> I believe the Buffalo shooter probably would have done something. When he was 18, 19, 20, that would have prevented him, where he would have been in the list like, no, 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 you're not getting a weapon. He's not, you can't sell him a weapon. I also want to remind people they're buying them legally. Something wrong if they're buying them legally. And I fully get the internet's going to be filled if it isn't already with false flag. That didn't really happen. Biden's doing this. Harris is behind it. It's all actors. I I am no I have no interest if you believe that I have no interest in trying to convince you differently cuz it's a fool's errand um <clears throat> anyone that actually believes that and there are people sandy hook it's all fake i i I have no time you have no friend here you are no friend of one Folks, right now, good afternoon at 1254. This portion of the program is judged by J. J Perry Paving. Hey, free estimate. This is great weather to have some uh, paving done around your home. Residential, commercial, seal-coating patios, J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Call them. Free estimate, 401 732 1730 401 732 1730 it's letter J J Perry Paving. Now remember, let's just say you're listing right now and you say, "You know Juan, my driveway could be a new paving project or maybe just a cracked driveway. Call J Perry Paving. They're the best, fully licensed and insured 401 732 1730. You can also find them on Facebook It's letter J, J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing. And here's another thing I want to remind you as we're coming into Memorial Day weekend. If you're a veteran or you're related to a veteran, maybe your mom, your dad, your grandfather, grandmother, uh, uncle, boyfriend, cousin, girlfriend, whoever, veteran, no one is better to veterans than J. Perry Paving. They have a special program for them. I was there. In November, they were paving the driveway of a proud Korean War vet. They give one away every month. Call them. Call letter J, J. Perry Paving, right now, on this Wednesday, at 401-732-1730. And you can say, I want to find out. I have someone in mind, and they happen to be a veteran. No one will give them a better deal. They just won't. And I, once a month, they then do a giveaway to a veteran. 401-732-1730. So, folks, good afternoon. Uh, listen, this story in, in Texas, the school, I just, I hate even seeing the word. School slaughter, 19 dead in Texas, fourth grade children. You're going to see all the pictures. Sandy Hook again, terrible. And then there's the demented individual. I got little secret teen gunman bullied his child grew increasingly violent you know boo hoo cut on face used bb gun on random people known to police shot his grandmother before the massacre barricaded self inside the elementary during shootout with the border patrol all victims killed in same classroom Worst reports in Sandy Hook, FBI reports 50% jump in these events. They're out there. He's bullied. Okay, he's not the first one. He's not going to be the last. He was growing increasingly violent. That happens. He cut his own face, used BB gun on random police and known to police. I believe all that. But what's the missing equation here? Was the access to that particular type of weapon. Texas gunman bullied as a child, Um, friends say, uh, and grew increasingly violent. That does happen. You know, I grew up, when I grew up in Edgewood, I'm not going to say any names, but there was someone on our street who was bullied, and when he became a teen, he became Very odd. You know, if you're listening right now at 1258, it's one thing. There's something about, and I won't get into the names, but he started wearing like, as I think of it now, mega death, like black T-shirts, right? And he started growing his hair out. And as he started to become like 17, 18, 19, he just started becoming odd, like really odd, very odd behavior, uh, very socially isolated As I think back now, and I won't say his name, he is someone that was just made people uncomfortable and became even more uncomfortable. Started smoking a lot of pot, I think dropped out of school, had been really smart as a youth, just became, you know, depressed, socially isolated, very odd. Hated his parents. Um... But you didn't have those type of weapons available. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show brought to you by Centerdale Revival. Hey, what are you doing? Dinner? Lunch? Stop and see Shane and Company. 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. We have live entertainment on the weekends. Centerdale Revival. It's a great place. Great food. Great drinks. And they are right across from North Providence Town Hall. Here's what we're going to do. It's 1259. It's the John DePietro Show. We are going to break for the 1 o'clock news and bring you the latest. Now, we have a lot more to go on this Wednesday. Next hour is radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. And you can always listen online at the website, petro.com. So we're going to break, get an update. Again, the big story remains, this uh, terrible school, sh- school shooting in Texas. We're going to be back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news.